You are listening to the Keep Going Podcast, where we keep going after the heart of God because He's our only hope. I'm Nika Maples. Welcome to episode 43 of the Keep Going Podcast. Today I have a treat for you. I'm interviewing my dear friend, Becky Brooks. She enjoys writing, speaking, and teaching on the things that are challenging and changing her while laughing through it all. She's been married to Tony since 1999, and together they have four children. She shares powerful messages with women across the country, encouraging them to trust the Lord's ability to reveal himself through our imperfections. I think that's a message we all need right now. During a time when we all feel like we're making a lot of mistakes, it's good news that God works through imperfections. Well, Becky has a new book that is out this just in a week. Um, it's called Navigating Motherhood, Finding Your Way by Following Jesus. And it's a 12-week devotional, perfect for individuals, church classes, or small groups. Becky invites you into her own kitchen for a cup of coffee and real talk about becoming the mom that God has designed you to be. The beautiful thing about this book is that I know it's called Navigating Motherhood, but um, it's applicable to anyone. So if you are a foster mother, if you are a stepmother, if you are a grandmother, if you are like me, if you're an aunt and do not have children of your own, but you love your nieces and nephews, or if you are even a teacher or someone else who pours into the life of children and take it seriously that you are honored to bless them and and be an active part of their lives, this book will be a blessing to you, will be a real treasure. Um, As I was reading it, I took down a lot of notes, um, You can hear me in the the rest of the episode today repeating some of the um, little, very meaningful one-sentence truths that Becky shares in this book. And so I'd like to invite you now to listen in to an interview that I did with Becky where she tells a little bit about her new book. And um, I just want to encourage you before you even listen, um, I'm going to tell you, you want this book. You want this book. And at the end, we'll tell you how you can find it. Um, So for right now, just listen to Becky's heart. Becky, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I want to ask you, first of all, what is the most exciting thing happening in your world right now? We're going to focus on the positive. Most exciting thing in my life right now is honestly, we are going to take an appropriately socially distanced vacation in the next two days. And I'm just looking so forward to a change of scenery with my family. I I was telling my husband the other day, I almost feel like in this time of pandemic, you're seeing the scripture lived out of the days are evil because we keep having so much time together that we almost forget to make it meaningful. And so we were just talking with our kids last night about ways we're wanting to make our time together more meaningful. And even though their eyes were rolling to the back of their head, I think secretly they're really excited. (laughs) I think they must be. They must be. So, um, 
so your husband works in an essential business in, in automotive. So he hasn't had a break at all. During at all. And honestly has been working harder than ever in a hot summer with a mask on. I mean, when we thought, uh, you know, it's just, it's just been a different kind of summer. We're so thankful though. I mean, keeping it on the positive, we are so thankful that he has a job that he is, that his business is still open, that he hasn't had to let anyone go. It's been great. So we're thankful. Oh, good. Good, good, good. But all the more reason he's going to be loving that vacation. Absolutely. Well, another exciting thing on your agenda is the release of your first book. Yes. Creating Motherhood. And that happens on August 4th. Can you believe it? No, so, I can't. By the time this podcast released, it's going to be right that time. In fact, it might be August 4th, exactly when this releases. So I okay. want to celebrate today by talking about that book. Tell me where you got the idea for that. First, tell me, tell me what Navigating a Motherhood is. What kind of book is it? Okay, it is a 12-week devotional type curriculum that walks a mother through just different topics of motherhood. I'm, I'm sneak. I'm so excited about this book because when I started this class, um, our church that we were attending started this class, what, eight years ago. So this has been a project that the Lord has had me in on for eight years now. When we started this class, we wanted a study that could bring women in and that, that it wouldn't be, you know how usually in a Bible study it builds from week to week. And so if you miss a week, you have a tendency to feel like you're behind. We were noticing that there was a, a huge attrition rate with our young moms just because they would miss a lesson, miss a week because their kids were sick. And then they would get a week behind and they just wouldn't come back. And so we wanted a study that, that drew people in, that if you were talking to someone at the park, you could say, hey, I'm in a part of a great study. It started two weeks ago, but you're still welcome to come join us then. Um, and, and Navigating Motherhood is that. Any mom, and I would, I would really venture to say at any season, even mothers that are grandmothers tell me all the time, I love this study. I wish I had known it then, but I'm using what I've got now. And so, I'm, I mean, this is a study that's just going to, it's, well, I'll tell you this. It's teaching people to lean into Jesus as moms. And there's just not going to be a season of motherhood that you don't need to lean into Jesus. Mm. And so, just a 12-week guide for how to do that. Um how to, how to learn from some of my mistakes, how to take hold of some of the lessons the Lord has given me, and just how to experience um, holding tighter to Jesus, because I believe that He holds the keys for each of us to live a more rich and full life and to be a better, and, and for those that are mothers, to be better mothers. And so I'm hoping to God's glory that this study draws people closer to him. So um, it came out of, it sounds like it came out of a class that you taught. That's correct. So that, what kind of um, student was in that class? 
Okay, so for seven years at the Hills Church, I taught a class actually called Navigating Motherhood, and it was it was mostly young moms, but it was led by mentoring moms. We called them, um, I mean, we called them mentoring moms, but they were just moms that were more seasoned in motherhood, moms that had had more experiences. It, one of the, Nika, one of the things that I've realized uh, in motherhood is just that there's really every mom is wanting to do this right. And if you, if you offer encouragement and blessing, I I talked to a counselor once who said the easiest people to make feel guilty are parents because they usually have a continual loop going in their mind of things they wish they had done different. And so if you start hammering in on them, they're going to crumble pretty quickly. Well, I just think the opposite of that is, is, I mean, the opposite of that is if you have an hour each week where you can draw moms in and tell them you're equipped to do this. We believe in you. The Lord intended that your kids would would not just bring out your best, but he knew they'd bring out your worst as well. And here's how you're equipped to handle that. And he's got grace for your mistakes. All of those things. I just feel like moms are going to flock to places that offer them encouragement because the truth is we're all desperate for it. Mm. So what now you're saying that it's mothers of any age or any stage. What about, I'm curious, I would think that you have a lot of mothers of blended families, mothers who have adopted, mothers who are in foster foster care positions, Correct. all of those types of motherhood as well. Well, absolutely, because the thing is, the Lord, the Lord is the author of every story. Obviously, we we believe in that, and we know that regardless of how a child came into your home, he in, he intended to equip you to parent that child. So this is yes, this is geared towards every type. Uh, I mean, however you became a mother, the Lord knew that that was the route with that you would take. And so he is, he's ready to equip you and meet you there. I I just believe that, um, the enemy can sneak into our thoughts so easily. And, and he, he causes us to question ourselves when we struggle. And more and more, I just believe that every one of us who have children in our home, really, I mean, this is across the board, anyone who's interacting with people, I feel like we have a tendency to run from difficult difficulties. And because we think, oh, the Lord can't be in this. I don't feel his blessing in this struggle. But I think more and more I'm realizing that's, that's where, that's, that's where he does his best work. And so I think it, it, it comes as no surprise that sometimes the difficult people that we've been running from um, might possibly be born into our own home where we can no longer run. Mm-hmm. And and so it brings out a new side of us that the Lord is wanting to bring out because he's wanting his glory to be revealed in the process. You know, um, the listeners today, I, I don't mind bragging a moment and saying that of all the people who would love to have an advanced copy, I'm the only one that has read that book yep. in its entire, I'm the only one. And now your family has read it. But um, I can tell you from my experience as reading it, um, that it was encouraging to me and I don't even have children. Mm. So I, I even wonder if there are some people who influence children that wouldn't be 
blessed by this book. If you're an aunt, if you're a teacher, if you're a, um, you know, a, a grandmother who married someone who had kids and you didn't have kids before, and so they aren't necessarily even stepkids to you, but they're step-grandkids. I, I mean, there are a lot of adults who influence children who would benefit from this book. So I don't think it's necessarily for motherhood. Um, it's for women, definitely, who, who are interested in birthing um, life into kids. That's what I would say. It's called navigating motherhood, but even if you're not a mother, it's, it's critical messages for people who are interested in birthing life into kids, giving them um, blessing. Nika, isn't it, I mean, in, in Judges, when, when Deborah is talking about, um, it, Deborah, Deborah arose a mother to God's people. We don't even know that Deborah had kids, but we know that she was called to mother the people of God in that season of your life. So I would just, I would wholeheartedly agree with you because the truth is God's truth is God's truth. And he doesn't reveal a certain section of his truth to people who have children in their home that he doesn't reveal to people who don't have them. So I would just say, absolutely, this is a journey of finding Jesus and seeing him in the process of motherhood. And while I think that's going to richly bless mothers, I do think that there are gems for everyone in, in this book. Speaking of gems, I want I know there are some real zingers in your books that as I was reading it, I thought I would love to post some of these around my house. Some of, some of your little, um, I call it a zinger when, when a writer puts, I think Lisa Turkhurst calls them sticky statements. That's what she calls okay. them. I call them zingers. When a writer can just summarize a profound truth in one sentence that is worth taking a screenshot of and making it your, you know, your phone screen for a while or putting it on a post-it on your dashboard in your car. I think I'm just going to read a few of those zingers and then pause. I'll read about 10 and then pause. If any one of these stands out to you as one you'd like to talk about briefly, um, then you just stop. I'll, I'll tell you at the end, you tell me which one you want to talk about and then we'll talk about a few more. So you guys just listen to this and tell me this would not be encouraging to read a book that had these kind of statements as its backbone. It's harder to stay intentional with a gift when it starts requiring something of you. Amen. There's power in the truth. Thanksgiving is not just a holiday. It's a way of life. Remember that your children cannot carry your self-esteem. There has never been a better time to treat your children as a gift. Mm. When he gave your children to you, he knew they would bring out the very best and the very worst. And mm. that kind of stirred me for a moment because I think there are a lot of mothers out there who feel guilty when, when it seems their children are bringing out the worst in them. And this book would definitely be an encouragement to them. Let me just read um, four more before we stop. Satan may have momentary victories, but Jesus is the one who wins it all. Mm. Jesus is the only one who has it all together. 
Amen. The Lord has made a way for you to come through the cloud with confidence and bring him your needs. And our Lord's love is never ending. And if we tap into him, ours can be never ending as well. Did you hear any um, statement there that you would love to talk about a little bit more? Oh, my word. Well, of course, I love all of them, and I can think about all the stories that are behind each one. But going back to just that first one of it's harder to stay intentional when a gift starts requiring something of you, I, I just think that that is, that's just every day. And especially um, in this season of life when we're getting more and more time with our kids, and um, for those of us who don't homeschool, Oh my goodness. It, and, and I mean, I've, my, some of my friends that at homeschool have said, this isn't really homeschooling when you haven't asked to do it. This is crisis schooling. So I, I, I you know, I want to point out we're doing a different kind of schooling than homeschooling. But I, I mean, I just think when this gift is, is starts requiring something of you, it, it means it's easier to forget. It feels more like an obligation than a gift. And so I just think that that is the message that I'm mostly trying to focus on right now. Um, even, you know, even people, people connect yeah. with stories. So I yeah. would love it if you would tell the story that's behind that little story, that little okay. story right there. I think people really know what you're talking about. If you should. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, for years, our kids prayed and wanted a dog. And I mean, they really, I, I have pages and pages of notes that Eden had sent. Her kindergarten teacher even told us, if you don't buy her a dog, I'm going to buy her a dog. Every week she writes a story about wanting a dog. And so one year at Christmas, we decided to get them a dog and we got this dog. They all four cried. It was one of those sweet videos where they were all just overwhelmed immediately with love for this dog. They were fighting over who got to hold him, who got to feed him, who got to walk him, who got to take him outside. And of course, as, as so many families, they, they, they just were smitten with this dog. But then January rolled around and in this particular January, it got cold like below freezing cold it, and, at, at night. And our kids were no longer wanting to take the dog out. It was, it's your turn. It's your turn. And all of a sudden it, it's water bowl wasn't getting filled and it's food bowl. And we just determined we're not going to take this over as parents. This was their gift. And so we started saying things like, Hey, your gift needs food. Your gift needs, do you remember when you cried when you got this gift? It needs to go outside to go to the bathroom. And so for a long time, we referred to our dog Ranger as the gift because we were just wanting to call to mind, hey, this was something you really wanted. And at some point in that, Nika, it switched over in my mind that for a while, I might need to start referring to my four kids as the gift because so often it's it's easy for me to roll my eyes when they need something or, or, or when I just feel like I've done a really good job comforting them and yet they still are wanting more comfort or, I mean, it's, it's so crazy all the things because Nika, I can tell you at any point in the day, if you called me and said, Hey Becky, do you view your four kids as a gift? Oh my word. Absolutely. I'm never going to answer that question in the negative, but if you followed me around all day, you might say, um, hey, do you remember that was the gift you were talking to? Do you remember that's the gift you were serving? Because I don't always respond to that gift as something um, in the way that honors the Lord. 
or in the way that honors the fact that it's a gift. And so I'm just asking the Lord to keep that ever present in my mind. Boy, I, and, and I'm telling you, Nika, I have a, my oldest is about to start his senior year. Um, he actually told me yesterday at breakfast, I'm not going to do well if you get choked up every single morning. And I said, okay, I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to work on that. But I, I just am more aware than ever. Um, these gifts are growing up and I don't want to miss a minute of it. And yet it, it's, I uh, want to stay intentional with every single one of them. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we've given the listeners today a glimpse, as much as you can give a glimpse through audio, we've given them a glimpse of this beautiful book. I highly recommend it. And um, let's talk real quickly. I'm going to read a few more zingers from your book to close us out. But before I do, will you tell people how to get in touch with you? How can they connect with you? Oh my word. Yeah, for sure. Uh, over my, my Facebook page is Becky Brooks. I actually, it's been inactive for a while, but I am firing it back up. Um, I, you're, you're going to start seeing more and more material on that, but that's Becky Brooks just plain. Um, I bet Nico will also have a link to that wink wink and also the on instagram it is becky j dash like wait underscore brooks and i think and then just normal facebook nika i'm giving it all to them (laughs) it's it's becky jeffrey brooks but look know this know this this book gives a glimpse of my heart that I feel really excited to get out there. There's nothing, I, I, I never, if you had asked me 30 years ago, where do you see your heart being in 30 years? I would have told you, I know for sure I'm committed to Jesus. He means everything to me. I, at no point in parenting did I ever think, um, I bet I end up writing a book on motherhood, but the Lord has done this project I'm just so happy to be a part of it. So I know that on the book, there's the, it lists ways to get in contact with me. Would you do that? Because it blesses me every time to know that the Lord has touched your heart through any of this. And where can people buy a copy of the book? Oh, at the keepgoingshop.com. Keepgoingshop.com. That is wonderful. Let me close this out with, Um, A few more of those zingers. The discomfort of seeing our children struggle reveals the depth of our love. Our testimony grows stronger through the deliverance of the Lord, and our children grow stronger as well. Amen. will come, but so will our overcoming Savior. Mm. A distracted listener is not a listener at all. Don't be so concerned with the product that you forget the joy of the process. Yes. Perfection is Satan's attempt to cage what the Lord has set free. Mm -hmm. Our goal is to look more like the Savior, not be him. Everything Mm -hmm. of value will have an obstacle placed in front of it. Yeah. Our sins are not without consequence, but God 
is not without love. Mm. And I'll close with this one. Broken and flawed people are his favorite. Mm -hmm. there, there are some listeners right now who really need to hear that one, and so I'm going to say it again. Broken and flawed people are his favorite. If that ministers to you, I, I pray that you find a way to um, reach out and get in touch with Becky because she loves to minister to broken and flawed people because I'm pretty sure she feels like she's one of them. So we all are, and we're all his favorite. Thank you for being on the podcast today, Becky. We'll talk. Yes. Thank you, Nika. Bye-bye. Can you see how Becky's simple stories will be an encouragement to you no matter what stage of motherhood that you are in, whether whether your children are infants, toddlers, or if they are leaving the nest, you know that there's um, a real encouragement here for you in this, this new book, Navigating Motherhood. You can f- buy a copy at thekeepgoingshop.com. All the copies that are coming out right now are signed, so grab them up while you can. She she could only sign so many at once, so these first few hundred will definitely have her signature, and you want to grab that copy. So um, buy one for somebody you know who needs encouragement. Okay, we'll talk to you soon. Until then, keep going. I'm